0: Hey, welcome to the Monday morning show. Good afternoon. It's Ryan Grant Cohn. Did my best to make it back to the hotel room as soon as possible. I'm in Arizona uh, on location. It's the (laughs) NFL annual owners meetings. And they started off early this morning. John Lynch spoke eight. I'm sure everyone's seen the interview, heard what he said. But I asked him point blank. The first few questions were about Brock's recovery. And I was like, "Eh!" that's not the topic. The topic is who your starting quarterback is. And God love John Lynch, he, like, answered the question. He was like, well, you know, it seems like Brock Purdy has earned the right to be the guy. If they were to take snaps right now, he'd be the starter even though he's hurt. So um, that's very interesting to me. That means whenever Brock is ready, he could miss the entire off season. He's the starter. And they seem to think that he could be special. What do you think of that?
1: There's a lot to unpack here, Grant. I, I feel... Uh, a lot there's a lot to unpack here honestly it, it part of it's not really groundbreaking right based on everything all the messaging they've given out we kind of know that that's how they felt but it just kind of confirms when you you come out and say it again it just kind of confirms what they've been thinking and it's that brought purdy's their guy now yeah i think that's a huge mistake and i think we've seen the 49ers Make this mistake before with Jimmy Garoppolo after five games. They they went all in on him, paid him $135 million. Luckily for the 49ers, they don't have to pay Brock Purdy, but they're still going all in on him with their messaging. Um, and if you're Trey Lance, the messaging sucks. I'm, I, if I'm Trey Lance, F you trade me. That That's how I'm feeling right now after seeing that. Um, and honestly, they should. Why did they draft Trey Lance if they thought that uh, – it was a misevaluation if they thought that he was ready to just come out and start and be the guy. Like anybody from the outside should have recognized that when you draft a Trey Lance, that meant you needed to develop him and develop him with playing
0: time on the field. Well, hold on. We're going to talk about Trey Lance next. Yeah. Let's stick with Brock for now because yeah. I mean it's it's interesting. Like, to your point, eight starts, eight starts, and they and they feel like he's the guy. He's done. An, first of all, that's a very small sample size. And when asked about it. John Lynch was like, well, it's the way he played. You know, yeah. dude, it. it's eight games. Yeah. There, there's no way you can play eight games uh, and prove enough. And he got hurt in two of them. Yeah. And, I, and, and in I the just, second to last one, he scored 19 points against a really good defense. So and I disagree,
1: I, I disagree yeah. with the how part. Like, they're, they're yeah. really focused on how he did it. Well, yeah. how he did it was playing assist, being a system quarterback. How he did it was because of Kyle Shannon's offensive scheme. That's how he did it. It's not like he was out there putting the team on his shoulders and carrying them. If he was doing that, it'd be a different thing. And I yeah, would, what would the
0: offense have been doing if they didn't have Christian McCaffrey and all those guys?
1: Right, or Kyle Shanahan. Right, he, these guys and, were. Why? And open. I think he's
0: getting he's getting a lot of credit for like being better than Jimmy. He was. He was more mobile than Jimmy. He had more escapability than Jimmy. But like, that's a low bar. That's like saying someone's a great uh, right tackle because he's better than Mike McGlinchey. Like. Hold on. So it seems like, once again, the Niners are kind of rushing into things with the quarterback. Thank goodness the Niners can't give him an extension right now because they probably would and give him a lot of money. But I think what's interesting is, to me, I feel like they're setting him up, not necessarily for failure, but, man, he's not Drew Brees. He's not a 10-year vet. He's not going to really have an off-season, And he's going to be your week one starter no matter what. Like When I asked Kyle Shanahan this question, two months ago, not even... His answer was, I haven't thought of it, one. I don't know. And two, we have two starting quarterbacks. Well, if you have two starting quarterbacks and one's going to miss the entire offseason and the other isn't, how do you go with the guy who missed the entire offseason? If you really feel that way, that you have two starting quarterbacks. But Kyle says one thing. I got two starting quarterbacks. John straight up says it's it's Brock's the guy. He's earned the right. And so to me, it feels like, hey, man, I don't know who wanted to trade up for Trey Lance, but it doesn't feel like it was John Lynch.
1: At all. It definitely wasn't John Lynch. That's what I've heard. And here's the crazy thing. Not only are you going in, all in on a, a Brock Purdy who is shown to be, to me, look, I'm tired of being political about my answers. I think Brock Purdy is a mid quarterback, maybe 15th in, in the NFL. That's it, Fair. right? He's not going to be an elite quarterback, in my opinion. I just don't, I just don't see it. So – it's crazy to me that you're going all in on a quarterback that's probably a mid-level quarterback who's coming off a UCL injury. He can't yeah. even throw the ball right now, and you're anointing him as your as your franchise quarterback, essentially. It's mind-boggling. It doesn't make any sense to me. Even if he was healthy, I wouldn't do it. But coming off a UCL injury, rehabilitating, you can't even throw a football right now.
0: Yeah. You're it seems desperate. It's, it it's seems crazy. desperate. It seems desperate. It seems unrealistic. And it yeah. seems – wrong not wrong but um like wrong-headed like again if you really felt they say we like trey we like trey he just has to prove he can stay healthy yes, he to get on the field yeah. well then you should feel very confident about him because he's going to have the entire offseason all the first string reps he'll be ready to go
1: yeah
0: brock won't so totally. you're going to throw brock out there with no offseason and say brock pick up where you left off odds are he won't and if he doesn't if the offense struggles early on like it always does, and you can tell that he doesn't have the same arm strength that he had last year, boy, his stock could crater quickly. People could say, you know what, yeah, that was a flash in the pan. League caught up to him. Arm isn't what it was. You know what, he's Mr. Irrelevant again. Yeah, That could happen real fast. So I feel bad. For, I don't feel bad for Brock, but I'm a little um, – I, I, I almost feel bad for Brock. For getting the starting job. And I almost feel good for Trey. Like, hey, man, you know, you're going to be on the bench for a while. And you, you might play when the offense is clicking. Because, I mean, that's been the Niners pattern the last few years. So, with Brock, again, it feels like, I don't know, the Niners are so desperate to say they have a franchise quarterback. Any guy who goes who has a little bit of success to start his tenure is going to get the job. Which is like such a, a short-sighted way of actually picking that position whoever has instant success is our guy like peyton manning didn't have instant success right like a lot of guys who ended up being hall of famers didn't have instant success so Mm -hmm. that's how you're going to choose it okay
1: the 49ers to me right now they're missing out on a golden opportunity they have an opportunity right now with brock purdy's injury to say to everyone to the fans to the team we believe in brock purdy we believe in Trey Lance. Unfortunately, Brock Purdy is hurt right now and he's recovering from an injury. So we're going to go with Trey Lance because he's going to be the only one that's going to be healthy, most likely week one, and, and see what they got, right? And this gives them an excuse to give Trey Lance what he needs most, which is playing time and experience, and see what you got in him and to develop him. Uh, and this is what he desperately needs. But instead, they're going the opposite route, and uh, – I wouldn't want to be on this team. It doesn't seem like he's going to have a fair opportunity to play quarterback. If I'm Trey Lance, I'm asking for a trade.
0: Right. Because at this point, if you're Trey Lance, we're going to talk about him in a minute. You're, you're wondering, does anyone want me here? Does, does does anybody want me here anymore? And I think what's interesting is when, when John Lynch talks about Trey Lance, I, again, every time I'm like, man, he, he is not the one who wanted Trey Lance here. So, It must have been Kyle. It had to have been Kyle. And if it's not Kyle, then they need to trade Trey Lance. So what I'd like to – I think it's interesting that John spoke first. He spoke today. He was definite. But he and Kyle don't always have the exact same answer. So Kyle talks tomorrow. Is he going to strike a different tone? Is he going to open the door for for Trey Lance and Trey Lance's agent be like, look, look, look. John may have spoke, but this is my team, and I'm the coach, and – i divvy up playing time and he could he could sound much more optimistic about trey uh tomorrow he could sound much more measured and cautious about brock purdy it's not that brock didn't you know blow the doors off of his audition it's just that serious injury you know you you might no offseason serious injury uh, young inexperienced quarterback you might want to go very slow with him just on principle so let's see what let's see if kyle shanahan says something different tomorrow
1: yeah, I mean and I expect that he will. I expect yeah. that he'll, he'll he'll walk back a little bit of what John Lynch has been saying. And like I, you know, like I told you and other people from what I've heard that is the case. Kyle Shanahan is the one who wanted Trey Lance and uh, John Lynch wanted Mac Jones and that's when you heard those Mac Jones rumors coming out because John Lynch wanted Mac Jones, Kyle Shanahan wanted Trey Lance and every time John Lynch speaks about it it becomes even more clear that that was um, a correct uh, rumor or source.
0: On the goal line, says Lynch. Really said we like Trey right now. That really sounds like they may trade him at some point once they know Purdy's ready to roll. Sad. Yeah, I asked straight up, like if uh, you said he needs to play. If he can't get that opportunity here, will you trade him? And he's like, uh, Yeah, not right now. So possible. They could. Yeah, I can see it. I can see it too. Running the uh, fo. Is it Madden? This be politics for sure it just seems like a really short-sighted decision based off a very small sample size. But, again, I asked, are they trading trade?" They said no. So, just because they're making a decision for week one, that's not necessarily the decision for the future. These things could play out on their own. The Gold Rush 561 says, so let me get this straight. We can endure a year and five games of Jimmy Garoppolo before the 2019 season, but only give Trey Lance four games in a minicamp? Shake my damn head. All right, let's talk about that. So, as quickly as the Niners fell in love with Brock Purdy, I mean, even quicker, they've fallen out of love with Trey Lance. Four starts and two injuries and thanks for everything, but you're now the backup quarterback on the team. Uh, what do you see as his future here? I guess here. I, how do you look beyond that? What's his future with the 49ers?
1: Well, honestly, I've said it multiple times. Like, It, it does aggravate me, the, the public messaging given out to Trey Lance, but I, I have said before and I still believe that there's – a really strong argument that it benefits Trey Lance not to be the week one starter for the 49ers. And and here's why the 49ers traditionally struggle early off. Trey Lance ha- lacks experience. Those two things combined. It, it's going to be a tough start for Trey Lance. If he's the QB one, I could see it being that way and you should expect it to be that way. The problem is a lot of this team, a lot of the players, uh, John Lynch, a lot of the fans are going to have uh, Trey Lance on such a short lease that if he doesn't play damn near perfect to start, they're going to be calling for Brock Purdy right away. So there's a strong argument you could make that having Brock Purdy start coming off a UCL injury and you know in the beginning of the season when the 49ers typically struggle, that now Trey Lance could come in and play the savior. And I could see it playing out that way. But honestly, Grant, I think Trey Lance is going to start because of this injury anyways. I think regardless of all of this, everything we're hearing, it's going to come down to Trey Lance is going to be the only really ready quarterback in week one. Right. so Probably going to be his team.
0: Right. Like John Lynch can say, look, Brock sort of earned it. I mean, what he did was great. It's, you know, he's the guy when he's ready, but they can also be tricky and be like, he's not ready. He's yeah. not ready. He's not ready. Week one. Ah, oh, you know, we wanted him to be ready and he would be the guy if he were, but he's not. Yeah. So Trey's going to start week one. And that's, it's so like, they're not getting rid of him and they're, Publicly, well, what are they supposed to say? Honestly, Brock Purdy really did go on like a heater. Like they can't take him off the field, but they can also say he's not ready. And let's say, let's say Trey starts week one, and maybe because they have McCaffrey on the team, they don't start slow on offense. Maybe, maybe they have all their guys ready and healthy, and Trey starts hot. And what they could say is, you know, we're going to take it real cautious with Brock Purdy because we think he's super special. Mm. So we're going to, you know, he's not ready. He's not ready. Trey Trey could force that issue if he plays well. And again, if McCaffrey's there and Kittle's there and Debo's there and Ike's there, how do you not play well? Like Lance would have to be a bum to struggle with all those guys around him. And I think it's important to remember that he's never played with McCaffrey. He's played one game with Kittle. Like, he hasn't really had the full complement of players. My question, though, is when he's taking all the first-string reps, are they not even going to install the zone read? Or are they going to install it, practice it all offseason, and then scrap it when Brock Purdy comes back? Like, how do you – what are they going to do there?
1: I don't know. Well, if they really believe in Brock Purdy, they shouldn't waste their time with that. And to be honest – it's a small part of Trey Lance's game, and it's not even True. the strongest. So, what they should do is plan. The same he needs to offense. practice
0: it though. He needs to practice it though. if He's going to do it, as we saw. Yeah, he's he, not that great he, he right. doesn't need to practice
1: yeah. it if he's going to do it. But what I'm saying is, I hope they don't do it, or, or at least don't do it a lot. Right? I don't think that's his strength. I, you know, I continue to say that I think Trey Lance is best if he's a scrambling quarterback. If he's running the same offense, Brock Purdy and Kyle Shanahan or or in Jimmy Garoppolo ran.
0: Well, maybe here's the ultimate irony. They have written him off essentially after four starts when they played him like a freaking running back. Mm -hmm. Now he's the backup, but the starters hurt and the all off season, since Trey's no longer the guy, they may not build an offense cater to him. So he might finally get a chance to prove himself as a quarterback before they ship him out of the organization. What a concept. He had to become the backup to play quarterback. I don't get that. He was, the, he was the franchise quarterback, and they're like, oh, we love you so much, play running back. Now they're like, hey, we're really down on you. Now you got to play quarterback. It's like, oh, what a punishment.
1: I hope they do. I really hope they do. The The hard part for Trey Lance is I think he's going to start week one. And, yes, he, he, hopefully he'll have CMC and George Kittle and all those guys that he's never had before. Um, but, again, yeah. the, expectation, the expectations are going to be through the roof that if this guy struggles at all, Everyone's going to be wanting Brock Purdy. George Kittle's going to want Brock Purdy. Juice Check's going to want Brock Purdy. John Lynch is going to. Half the fan base is going to. It's a tough task. Now, if he comes out and does well, it's his team. They're not going to bench him. If he plays well, it, they've shown that they're going to just ride with the hot hand. And, and, and that's a possibility for him as well. But it's a tough task.
0: See, to me, what I want to see from Trey Lance if he starts week one, I want to see a commitment to the running game from Kyle Shanahan. Like He doesn't need to be the focal point, but they should be running the ball like the Eagles and like the Bears. They should be running all over teams, and then they should be sprinkling in. I want to see Trey Lance hit the layups. Like You don't necessarily have to hit those intermediate throws. That's not necessarily your game. That'll be the last thing you get. But hit the layups, you can do that and take some shots. If you can supercharge the run game, hit the layups, and take some shots, dude, it, it's going to work. That's what Jalen Hurts does. That's all he does. So you can do that too. I'd like to see him do that. It's a different style of quarterbacking than Brock Purdy, but it's very effective.
1: Well, the funny thing is, man, under under ten yards, Trey Lance is sixty six point seven percent.
0: He should be above that. I want him right. see. I want him better wow. than that. But yeah. Brock
1: Purdy seventy two point four. So there you Brock yeah,
0: 17. be above seventy. But he's close. He's right, close. He's you right get there, that above right. seventy?
1: Yeah. Where, where Trey Lance struggles is that intermediate, intermediate.
0: range. Intermediate. Where he yeah.
1: excels is the deep range. Deep. Better than Brock Purdy deep. Then so, Kyle.
0: Call those for to me again. Like the intermediate throws, it's great. It's kind of like long twos in basketball. Yeah, yeah, right. Go, deep, take deep, shots. Mid-range. Yeah, it's like yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a it's a tough throw, and the results. I mean, the, the reward isn't super great. You might as well be better off just throwing a short pass to get yak or taking a shot. One, go to the one rack not nothing. Shoot three. Yeah, don't yeah. Go, don't be in between because yeah. when you miss that intermediate throw, it's picked. And the inter- the linebacker gets it or the safety. That's a tough throw they got to layer it, right? they got to talk about layering it. Like, okay, right. for what, 15 yards?
1: Right.
0: Okay. Good yeah. luck. Yeah. It's a tough Look. one. Yeah.
1: And, and, you know, Trey Lance has thrown, you know, only 50%. 49% of his throws were under 10 yards, where Brock Purdy is 70% of the time. So 70% of the time Brock Purdy is throwing those short ones, right? If Trey Lance increases the, that, that where he's throwing a lot of short ones, not so yeah. many mid-range, but then he's going deep on occasion, that's a formula for success.
0: For yeah, let, let McCaffrey do the running for you, Trey. Right. You don't got to take on the world. Just dump it off to Christian. That that's what they. That's what Cam Newton did, and Cam Newton was pretty much on the back half of his career when he started playing with McCaffrey. Yeah. I think it's going to be interesting to see what McCaffrey and Trey Lance would look like in the zone read. And again, you Lance doesn't have to keep it that much, but them in the shotgun together, where the defense has to look at both guys, we've already seen how defenses re, re, uh, respond to Trey Lance as a runner. They're freaked out by him, not freaked out, but they're focused on him. Yeah. They're not going to let him run the ball. Okay. Well, that's going to open things up for Christian McCaffrey. We saw how it opened things up for Debo. Debo was going crazy as a running back until Trey got hurt, and then he had a really, he struggled finding any room to run the ball after that.
1: Yeah. And keep in mind on those short range throws, like you said, that's without Kittle. That's without CMC. So, I mean, he's five points less than Brock Purdy on those short right. under 10 routes, but that's without those guys. Exactly. So it exactly. Like he could, you know, j- just run the same damn offense with. Trey Lance. Here's what bothers me, uh, Grant. I feel like 49ers are, again, settling on a system quarterback because Kyle Shannon thinks that's what he needs when what they really need to do is focus on the elite talent, develop them, and build around that system, like build their system around the elite quarterback instead of vice versa.
0: Right, but they're they're convincing themselves that they're like this win-now team, but you can't be a win-now team without a quarterback. So what they just want is a quarterback to come in and have success right away. That's it. Because in their mind, like – Man, our team is so good that any decent quarterback should thrive. And if you can't thrive immediately, you're trash. It's like, uh, okay, okay, well, you're going you're gonna to keep ending up with these mid-quarterbacks. If
1: you, if you start Trey Lance and focus on Trey Lance, go all in on Trey Lance, by week 18, he's going to be a much better quarterback than he is week one. And you'll still be able to win games. You'll still be able to make playoffs. I don't care if Brock Purdy can complete 4% more from under 10 yards than Trey Lance. That means nothing to me. Give Trey Lance 18 weeks, and I promise he's going to be at a higher level. Not I promise, but I feel like he's going to be at a higher level than, than Brock Purdy is as a quarterback. They're just wasting time. they just – man, what a waste. What a waste. It's frustrating to me. I feel like they're I still,
0: I still don't buy it, though, from, from a head coach's perspective. John can say whatever he wants. Right. But if Trey Lance does a good job, he runs a different offense. If they install it and he does a good job in, the, in preseason and training camp – there is absolutely no reason to rush Brock Purdy back off of yeah. zero offseason. You would stick with Trey, give him I mean, give him a game, see what it looks like, and if it's awful, you could always go to Brock Purdy. If it's yeah. good, that's good for Brock, it's good for everyone in the organization. So, I'm still curious to see what happens here. I don't think that Trey Lance is like his he's he's done. I don't think he's done for with the 49ers. I just feel like I don't know. Um, Maybe they're posturing I, I I feel like John Lynch Was just being forthright And maybe he's not super enthusiastic about Trey But that's the right answer What Brock did last year There's literally nothing Trey Lance can do in, in a practice or a preseason game That trumps it But what the Niners can So they have to say what they said But what the Niners can do is be cautious with Brock And just take it one week at a time Hey he's not ready yet but he's coming He's not ready yet but he's coming that's what they can say. Or they can be desperate and just throw him out there whenever he's ready.
1: To me, I think they could say, we believe in Trey Lance and Brock Purdy. They both suffer. And that's what
0: Kyle case. said two months ago. Right. That's
1: yeah. And that's and what, that's what it, it
0: seems like John Lynch can't fix his mouth to say. He yeah. says stuff like, we love the guy. It's a great guy. Okay. Yeah. That's not – we're talking athletes here, pro- professional athletes.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Gabe says, Grant, valid point. Kyle Shannon can say something positive, but knowing how Kyle Shannon is, he won't. I don't know. He seems like he's the only advocate of Trey's left in the organization. He did bend over backwards to praise Trey Lance at the past press conference about how dedicated he was and how he didn't check out in the season unlike someone. Yeah. This could prove that Trey Lance was a York advisory pick. This is fish and chips. Could have been.
1: It's a Kyle Shanahan pick. Trey Lance was a Kyle Shanahan
0: pick. It's possible that Jed York will talk uh, tomorrow. So we'll see if he has something to say about all this. Yeah. But, I mean 2 years ago last year he was comparing them to he was comparing Jimmy and Trey to Joe Montana and Steve Young. So what what's up? Now now Jimmy's over in Las Vegas and Trey's on the bench. Like what happened? Jed Boxing oh, yeah. Fan Times 4 says if they don't win the Super Bowl this coming season no excuses Kyle has to go. He gave up so much to give up so fast on who he drafted to be his star QB. Yeah man, if Brock isn't the truth and you just gave up on Trey again, you look terrible. At what point do you start putting yourself on the hot seat? I mean, I guess if they keep making deep playoff runs, but it's like, man, you're you're conceding defeat after four games on the biggest trade in franchise like he's like, wow, yeah. Why? Yeah.
1: It seems like to me, uh, Kyle and John have been disconnected on the quarterback position throughout. Like, yeah, Jimmy's a, a John Lynch guy. Kyle wanted Kirk Cousins, right. right? Seems like Trey is a Kyle Shanahan guy. John wanted Mac Jones.
0: Did you hear? Did you hear John today talking about Jimmy? He started off the press. I didn't put the first two minutes of the press conference on it, but he started off the press conference saying goodbye to all the players. And he goes through each one, how great they are. A little disingenuous. You didn't bring him back. But with Jimmy Garoppolo, he's like, man, he's going to thrive. He's going to flourish on the on the Raiders. I'm sure of it. He's going to do great. It's like, okay, then why'd you let him go? Like, yeah. if that's how you feel, how'd you let, let him leave? It, it does seem like there's a disconnect between those two on the quarterbacks. He's going to thrive with the Raiders. Yeah. Okay. I don't
1: say that. No. 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 Absolutely not.
0: Absolutely not. Because I don't think Kyle can say something that he doesn't really believe. Kyle, Kyle really
1: c- think Jimmy's going to be better without him than with him? No, of course he doesn't think that.
0: Absolutely not. No. Um, is it possible John is trying to reverse psychology on Trey to get him to make a major leap, says Errol Tolbert? No, I don't think there's like a 4D chess thing going on here. I think this is John expressing himself. Now, if Kyle had been in the room too, maybe Kyle would have stepped in and spoken for john but without kyle there john was just pretty straightforward
1: yeah Yeah.
0: adrian garcia says kind of sounds like the niners are sticking to mr right now for quarterback but might go with lance to develop and keep the niners afloat during an inevitable rebuild just a theory interesting theory interesting theory thank you adrian we got more to talk about though because this was john lynch talking about john lynch spoke about sam darnold as well not just trey lance and Brock Purdy, he was asked about Sam Darnold uh, about those last six games from last season um, when he won f- four of them, and boy, did John Lynch gush. He was saying, "Man, it really looks like he broke through." That was the word, the, the phrase he used. That you know, he finally was put in the right position to succeed, and he broke through. And he kept kept saying about how excited he is to add not only Sam Darnold. But his skill set too. He kept saying Sam Donald and his skill set like it's two different things. Like, but anyway, um, I normally I wouldn't I wouldn't make anything of a GM hyping up a player they just signed because they always do that. Yeah. But you put that in contrast with what he does and doesn't say about Trey Lance, it's stark. I mean, with Trey Lance, the nicest thing he can say is good guy, really nice guy, and and then he goes into like she needs to prove he can stay healthy. With Sam Darnold, it's like skill set, and he yeah. broke through. I mean, he to me, John Lynch sounded more enthusiastic, much more enthusiastic about Sam Darnold than Trey Lance.
1: I'm it seems ask. like he wants—he's a guy that wants to be right about his opinion. Right, he he wants to be right, right. And if Trey Lance succeeds, he's probably wrong about his assessment. Right, hmm. he wants—he wants a Sam Darnold. That's a GM pick, right? He picked him. Him, I'm sure him and Kyle Shannon were in agreement on it, but. That's a that's a signing that he brought over that he found. Brock Purdy was a late round draft that they found together. Trey Lance is Kyle Shanahan's guy. John Lynch. He's saying the here's the other thing. If you're Sam Darnold, are you coming to the 49ers if they're telling you you have no chance at competing? If, if they're Obviously telling not. you you're not right. So right. whether they believe it or not, they're going to tell Sam Darnold. They're going to speak in public about Sam Darnold having the chance to compete. Whether they really believe that or not, I don't think they do. I think as long as Brock Purdy and Trey Lance are healthy. Sam Darnold really has no. Well, what
0: Lynch could say? What Lynch could say to Darnold is, "Look, you know Brock's our guy, but at the same time, we don't really know when he's going to be available, and we don't really know what he'll be like when he comes back." Uh, Trey, I don't, uh, yeah. I don't know. So, what do you want to do? I mean, that's how they could frame it. But I mean, that's that could be John. We don't really know how Kyle feels about this.
1: Yeah. Sam uh-huh. Darnold doesn't think he's going to be QB3 here or he, he thinks he has a good chance not to be QB3 with 49ers I, I have that feeling and he had to believe he has to believe that for some reason. Uh otherwise why why would you sign to be QB3 if you're Sam Darnold when you could probably have QB2 options out there at least at minimum. Uh, so if so, he loses this
0: competition and becomes QB3, do you think the Niners will trade him or do you think he'll reluctantly st- uh, hang stay on the team as the third probably? guy?
1: they're keeping them. I mean, they've yeah. through four quarterbacks last year. The 49ers yeah. did this on purpose because they don't they know that they need at least three quarterbacks to make it through the season, uh minimum. So, Sam Darnold's an insurance policy to the 49ers, but to Sam Darnold from Dan, Sam Darnold's perspective, he probably thinks he has a a, a really good opportunity to at least compete for QB2 if not QB1. Yeah,
0: just listening again, listening to Lynch talk about Darnold today, I'm thinking, yeah. This I, this is he has an advocate in the organization. John Lynch really likes Sam Darnold. And we keep going back to Trey. Who was his advocate in the organization? Did he leave? Was it Martin Mayhew? Was it Rand Carthon? Is it Kyle Shanahan? It doesn't seem like it's John Lynch. Sam Never Darnold. seemed like it was John Lynch.
1: Darnold probably also has Wilks as an advocate. You, you notice the 49ers are bringing over a lot
0: of Panthers. That's true. And I'm a sure lot, like four or five of them. Yeah. yeah. Wilkes I mean, honestly, to... Lynch has, has nicer things to say about Jimmy Garoppolo to this day. Who's not even on his team anymore than Trey Lance? Um, yes, yeah. that's a John so, Lynch. He,
1: he thought he made the move of a lifetime when he traded for that's Jimmy true Jimmy Garoppolo, and now he's he,
0: he that was Garoppolo. the number one thing on his resume. Yeah, I fleeced Bill Belichick. Yeah. I got his second. I got his Steve Young. He couldn't. He couldn't have a second act to his career because I took him from him. Nope, you got a lemon, and you, and you ended up getting nothing for him. Nothing. Yeah.
1: And this is why I think John Lynch's days are numbered here with the 49ers. If this isn't his last season, maybe two more. And he's going back to TV. Adam Peters is going to take over. Because I don't think Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch see eye to eye on the most important position on the team.
0: Interesting. It's funny, at the last press conference, when they were sitting next to each other right after the season, someone asked John, like, "Um, are you going to go back to TV soon? Like, are you still going to do this job? And he, like, tried to make a joke out of it. He, like, turned to Kyle and said, I don't know, Kyle, uh, can I still work here? <laughs> I, they they kind of like joke about it. You know, they, they put it out in the open, but it's not really serious. There's been reports that they uh, didn't get along. That was from like five years ago. But those reports were out there.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, mean. It, it, it's just a big wedge that they're driving in between each other, right? The quarterback position is the position. It's everything. It's everything. It's everything. And if yeah. you don't agree on that, that, that's a giant wedge in between you guys. And eventually – animosity is going to well
0: that's interesting then let's see if they agree on the quarterback position john lynch came out and spoke first let's see if kyle shanahan sticks to the script has the same story or changes it because that would be very interesting fish and chip says ryan i don't believe trey lance was a kyle shanahan pick 100 uh not typical well ryan ryan heard differently (laughs) to various yeah he heard differently. Tavarius says, ask Kyle about Trey Leash. How long will it be if he loses one game as he benched? I mean, the way John was making it talk sound today, he's not going to start at all. He's making it sound like Brock's back, and he's going to start. Maybe that's what Kyle's going to say too. Because when we did talk to Kyle last time, he was really optimistic about Brock's recovery. Enough quarterback stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Lynch was talking today, and two months ago, he was saying – we gotta really examine this team and figure out what we can improve. And I was wondering, like, right, do you really mean that, or is that just something you say because it sounds good? Well, today I was curious, like, what was it that you that you put your finger on? Because you've been on the cusp for so long. And he said, it's it's the D line. You know, it's funny. You think of us having this great D line, but last year we really felt like we didn't, and we felt like we taking a step back. And we feel like our formula, what we had in twenty nineteen, was a dominant defensive line. So. That's what they prioritized, and they brought in three guys. They also lost a few, but Javon Hargrave they look at as a big uh, DeForest Buckner level player. Um, were they right? Was that the one? Was that the most important area to address defensive line?
1: Absolutely not. No, the the most important is quarterback. Obviously, I don't like how they have addressed that situation. The yeah. second most important position is your offensive line, Thank and you. they they have done nothing yet to tighten up that right tackle position Matt Pryor Matt Pryor Colton McKivitz. those are your right tackles Colton McKivitz is the guy right now be
0: honest John when they said when John Lynch said they've uh, signed Matt Pryor had you heard of him no me neither no no I, I was like know. the pitcher for the Cubs I was like isn't he 40 <laughs> no it's Mark Pryor oh okay Matt Pryor yeah no that's uh
1: I don't know, man. Again, I just I, th- I feel like 49ers are just not getting it. They're repeating the same things over and over again without learning from their mistakes, and it's extremely frustrating. I love
0: how they talk about their formula. Like we we needed to get back to our formula. Like you lost the Super Bowl. You lost by eleven points. You have no formula. Yeah. What are you talking about? Tweak the formula. You yeah. needed to improve. Yeah, you needed to improve the defensive line. Um, but offensive line is more important. And you took a step back. Unless John Feliciano and Matt Pryor are better than Daniel Brunskill and Mike McGlinchey,
1: yeah, yeah, it's just an outdated formula. Why don't you take the yeah. formula? Take the formula from the people who win the Super Bowl over the last five. Seasons. Yeah, the
0: winners. The winners, winners. use yeah.
1: that formula and adapt that formula. Quit. You've been doing this formula for six years. We're in your. You've seventh. had a
0: top five defense for four years in a row. What has it gotten you?
1: It, gets you, it can get you far in the postseason. It can even get you the Super Bowl maybe, but you're not going to win.
0: It's not going to close the deal. To close the deal and win the Super Bowl, you legitimately need a top five offense. You yeah. need an offense that can put up lots of points. And I know the Niners put up lots of points with Purdy for like a month and a half. That was a month and a half. Then they faced the Cowboys and didn't put up a lot of points. Then they faced the Eagles and they didn't get through the first quarter. So we don't really know what kind of offense the Niners have. It does look like their offensive line is, you know, incomplete at best, and their quarterbacks are just three question marks. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I totally disagree with them. And it's funny, like they keep thinking you're gonna win with defense. Like every Super Bowl winner has a decent defense. Now, you don't have Man, to have a great defense.
1: Yeah, you just have to be uh, have a good defense and a great quarterback. That's that's the formula, and you have to be able to protect that quarterback. We saw Patrick Mahomes lose the Super Bowl against Tom Brady because they couldn't protect him as great as he was. You need an elite quarterback, and you need great protection. Then
0: defensive line, that that comes after that. Serious question. Mm -hmm. Why do we have to explain this to Kyle Shanahan? He's an offensive coach. His dad is Mike Shanahan. Why are we explaining the importance of offense to Kyle Shanahan?
1: Because his dad is Mike Shanahan. His dad is Mike Shanahan. He he has an old school mentality. He is he is yeah. a 1990s head coach, right? That's crazy, what he believes. Yeah. Defense, run game. My system. And John
0: Lynch is a 1990s player.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: That's and I think they 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 take pride in being like, you know, um, different than the rest of the teams and more physical. Like they want to be the mo- the most physical team in the league. They they talk about how, you know teams don't win after facing them like that's great you know but that's that's like a lower level trophy yeah you know no one beat, you, no one won a game after facing you great but that's not the Lombardi trophy that's a different they don't give a trophy for that but you can be proud of it if the 49ers want to
1: win a Super Bowl this year the only way they can do that is they start Trey Lance and hopefully by week 18 he's a high level quarterback or they trade for Lamar Jackson go all in but they're if they right. stick with Brock Purdy it's or or they could
0: have like brought in a really good offensive tackle and made the offensive line so good that all three quarterbacks could succeed any of them both that you wouldn't need three quarterbacks the Niners over here talking about well I really hope you know that the league lets us carry three quarterbacks why don't you just improve your offensive line so that's not necessary no other team in the league is saying you know we'll win the Super Bowl if we can just carry three quarterbacks like no, and we'll see, won't.
1: we'll see how aggressive they, they get in the draft, and maybe that's part of their plan. If they're real aggressive and they grab a really good right tackle, if they move up and do that, then maybe they still are doing the right things. But as of right now, I don't see it with Colton McKivitts.
0: Well, it's it's possible the Niners still have a plan to go get a high-level day one starting right tackle. But it's starting to look doubtful because they gave a multi-year extension to Colton McKivitt's and now they just signed another 28 year old vet who has 24 career starts in Matt Pryor. So they have two guys who started That's the competition. Any rookie they bring in with the hundredth and second pick probably is a project. That's what so how do you feel about the Colton McKivitt's Matt Pryor competition is iron sharpening iron there or is neither one qualifies iron?
1: It's like, uh, Aluminum foil sharpening aluminum foil, right? It's, just, yeah. it's not it. They're going to, what they're going to do is draft a draft a right tackle who is a project, right? He, yeah, and he, won't, he won't see the field in year one. That's what they're yeah. probably going to do based on their yeah. history. They can't afford not to draft a tackle because they're going to need another one next year at left tackle, probably, mm-hmm. or at minimum the year after that. And they're going to have a first round draft pick next year. I, I anticipate they're going to draft a left tackle with that pick. I would hope. But they got to draft a tackle. They're going to draft a project tackle. And Colton McKiffins is going to be their starting right tackle, it seems like to
0: me. They keep adding these offensive linemen that have, like, no special traits. Like, this guy is really big. And he's kind of slow. So when the Eagles drafted him, they took him in, like, the sixth round and put him at, played him at guard.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The Niners, are you, you're going to put him at right tackle? Really? What happened to the—the the Niners used to want, like, fast offensive linemen because they did off, like, the outside zone. Is that not their identity anymore? Like, now you have Aaron Banks, who's not fast, John Feliciano, and Matt Pryor. Like, I, I guess they're trying to get bigger on the offensive line. Okay. Okay. Because Mike McGlinchey, he just got thrown around. At least Matt Pryor is 320-something, and he's not going to be airborne. I'm thinking he won't be airborne and parallel to the ground yeah, in, in games.
1: Well, hopefully, their priority is pass protection instead of the run game, which is what they were drafting guys for in the past. So, if if it is for pass protection, I'm cool with that. That makes me excited. But I still don't think Colt McVittie is that guy. I don't. I don't think he's going to be blocking top notch defensive ends. I just don't see it, man. I, it's frustrating. What the problem is, they don't prioritize the offensive line as highly as they do. Kyle's system and the defense and the defensive line, right? That it's, it's like fifth in their pecking order running back is higher than offensive line for the 49ers.
0: Yeah. The Niners, the Shanahan's have been telling themselves for decades that they can get by with, you know, subpar offensive linemen, but they can't not anymore. Uh, At right tackling. I wouldn't be surprised if Matt Pryor ends up being better than Colton McKibbs. I know the Niners say they like Colton McKibbs, but why?
1: Yeah. Why? Then I brought this up on with uh, <clears throat> on Larry's show. Uh, Feliciano's played left tackle, left guard, center, right guard. Only position he hasn't played is right tackle. I think the Feliciano's one of the top five linemen on the 49ers, and if he's not going to get his run at center or right guard, how do we know he's not going to get opportunity at right tackle? It may not happen, but he's played every other position.
0: Also, you could argue the Niners' best right side would be Feliciano and Matt Pryor. That's true. I yeah. mean, they're big. Yeah. They're big. At least you can run that. I mean Spencer Burford and Colton Kivitz are not big. Yeah. They're kind of light and you're they're they're supposed to be like more nimble, but maybe the Niners are look at the two offensive linemen they just signed. Like big and that's the kind of offensive linemen Philly has. Huge freaking players.
1: I find it hard to believe that Feliciano's not gonna have a starting role on the 49ers. I don't think he was bought, brought in here to be a run skill. he's just too good. He's better than Colton McKivitz. He's probably better than Burford. He's probably better than Brindell.
0: Uh I don't think Burford's good. Everyone's saying he's gonna be good, but he wasn't even a full-time player. He was in a rotation last year. Uh, like maybe he improves, but he doesn't look particularly powerful. He doesn't look particularly quick. Um Feliciano's way bigger than him and been a starter for four years on good team. Last four years. Yeah. So yeah. again, I I wouldn't be surprised if the uh competition sees the vets the new vets rise to the top
1: yeah and you know Kyle likes vets so uh, I I mean I really find it hard to believe Feliciano's not going to be a starting lineman on this team he's he's to me one of the top five players on this team he's probably or on the line he, he might be top yeah. three. he might be top three I thought you were gonna say he's one
0: of the top five players on the team I was like no, that no, no. is a no. hot take on the offense. what do line. you know about John Feliciano <laughs> that I don't know that is that <laughs> is Jet says Trey's being slighted they seem to be willing to throw away an investment in Trey for a quick fix. Wait until Brock's book is out and they regret this. Man, yeah, uh, John better be in the booth at that point, you know, calling games. You can't, that's, that's worst case scenario. And that's probably why they don't want to trade him. Unfaithful Truth says D-line doesn't affect enough plays in an era where passing is king. You need DBs. It's true, man. There's so many plays where you can just get the ball out of your hands immediately. Jalen Hurts those little bubble screen. You know, tunnel screen. It's like, okay, well, now the D-line's chasing on that play. Chasing left, chasing right. It's true. Also, those guys, you can have a rotation. You can go 10 deep. John and Kyle isn't working. Uh, When will a change be made, says Manny Fresh?
1: If they don't win a Super Bowl by 2009 – or excuse me, by 2025. Okay. I meant season nine for for Kyle Shannon. Season nine for Kyle Shannon. That's the end of his contract. If they don't win a Super Bowl or at least come close – I think they're going to be done. I think
0: they'll have to move on from them. Could be wrong. Nine years. I mean, Walsh had 10. Yeah. Nine years. That's a lot. Uh, Ken says, uh, both of your opinions are feelings-based. Brock bald. It, it, Thanks, what, Ken. Here's the thing. Thanks, Ken.
1: Here's the thing people got to understand is Jimmy Garoppolo won a lot of games for the 49ers too. But they got rid of him because he wasn't an elite quarterback. Brock Purdy won a lot of games for the 49ers last year but if you actually watch what was going on on the field it wasn't elite quarterback play that got
0: him in no it was just a little bit better than Jimmy yeah. Vincent Campo says if Trey doesn't see the field this year is he gone next they don't do you think they actually have a plan you think there's like a whiteboard where they're like okay if this happens then this if this then this or they're just like who we got today
1: yeah, you know, I, I mean, look at the Forty Nineers' history. Are we going to get through a whole season with one quarterback? That'd be nice, but I doubt it. So Trey Lance will see the field at some point this year, I would imagine. So I, I don't, I don't think that's something you have to worry about. He's going to see the field.
0: Yeah. Well, I can't wait to see. Can't wait to hear what Kyle Shanahan and hopefully Jed York say tomorrow. Um, I'm out of topics for today, mm-hmm. Ryan. Thank you for coming on at short, such short notice. But yeah. Yesterday, I told him no show. And then at, like, 11.15, I was like, hey, man, actually, I could do a show. And you were on you were on Twitter telling people, yeah, man, I, Grant can't do it today. I'm like, no, check your phone. So thank you for being <laughs> yes, so flexible.
1: I'm, I'm heading in the office, man. I delayed going to work for this, man. So,
0: Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. <laughs> I'll be welcome. back at four with uh, Larry talking about his impression of what we heard today and big picture implications. So in the meantime, I'm going to take a nap. Good night. <laughs> right. Thank you very much, everyone.
1: All right, buddy.